these kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. You'll stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. More, more, more. Tales that give you goosebumps. Tales that give you goosebumps. What you, what you, what were you doing? You, oh, you're going to have barely, barely singing at all. Um, welcome to uh, the Goosebumps Podcast. Welcome to Deadcast. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. This is my brother, Dan Montgomery. And we are talking about more, more, more. Tales that give you goosebumps. Special edition number six. The third short story. The Ice Vampire. <laughs> I'd like to point out that there's a, there's a f- uh, French version of this. Le Vampire de Glace. Yeah. And it has a really sexy Show me the cover. Oh, it's very And there was sexy. also a French cover to Don't Sit on the Gronk, which we didn't speak about. <gasps> Look at that. Why don't you describe it for the listener? Wow, is Charles de Boulle, which is uh, the French Goosebumps. And the cover of it is... It's very sexy. A very angry... It's, car- it's a cartoony vampire, like a stereotypical Dracula looking with long pointy ears with dangly ice hanging off of it. And a it's whole wearing shoebox full of a sport- dangly, dangly ones. ones. And it's wearing a red, it's wearing a red ribbon around its neck with like a gold medallion on it. That's like a, a prize winning, you know, medal, like an award medal that it's wearing. And wow, it's really frightening. And I highly recommend that you Google it. Please Google, Google the vimp. One thing you can skip Googling is the French cover of Don't Sit on the Gronk, which was our episode two episodes ago, because it's just like a, it's just a hand holding a fuzzy, blue, glowing, full moon koosh ball, which sounds appealing now that I'm describing it, but the cover itself is nothing really to sneeze at. I guess there were, uh, there's an audio book, a French audio book of of three stories, and it, it... it was don't sit on the ground the ice why, hand. yes and why, why, why I hate Jack Frost. Frost I would do anything to hear those but um, I have we I did could. some re- really rudimentary googling trying to find the audio and we didn't find it on our quick google but maybe a deeper dive would serve us better I can't think of something more relaxing than listening to a French Goosebumps Christmas. audio Christmas audiobook while you're sitting alone in front of a fire with a hot cup of jug if Harry Styles were reading it if Harry Styles were reading it? If Harry Styles were reading it in French. I have to leave. All I want for Christmas is that. That's I don't want something I need. I, I want, want something, something I, I want. want. But I want I need that actually. I need that. So I have a theory about this this short story. I have a theory. It doesn't matter. What? I don't think this is written by Earl Stein. You know what? I might agree with you if it weren't for the very end. Yeah, I mean, it's it. the structure is R.L. Stein. Spoiler alert, I guess, because there's like a twist at the end of the story that seems very R.L. Stein. Yeah, you think, think it's someone listen. else who's not R.L. Stein is doing an impression of an R.L. Stein twist at the end? No, no. I think R.L. Stein might have done the outline. I think that this the, whoever wrote this is not R.L. Stein, but followed the outline. Why do you say that? Because it's, I'm going to be, it's, it's hard to convey over podcast. But the writing is so basic, 
and so lacking any detail whatsoever. It feels it feels real bare bones, even for RL. This one's only nine and a half pages, and um, but I, I will say I it fits quite a lot of story in those nine and a half pages. It does, it does, but it, it almost. It I don't do- know why I feel like I need to defend this is RL. Science. It does feel like it just feels like an outline of a story that somebody shoved in minor details there's like no personality to it it's 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 odd to me i think this one's kind of frightening and weird listen all that being said i really like this short story i think it's cool i think it could have been a tv episode like i think it's i have i have questions i my first clue though was this is the i believe this is the only short story in the book that's third person narrative. yes usually arlston only does third person if there's some kind of structure twist that it plays into or it's like one of his old sometimes he did that with older stories yes but the that was the first clue where i was like wait a minute yeah so we'll go through the story and there probably won't be a lot of evidence to support this but i really feel strongly about it Okay. I really do. So, Sam Weaver... Oh, another Sam? Huh, that was the lead character's name of our last short story. Yeah, isn't that odd? Yeah, it's almost as if Earl Stein didn't write it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't even really know what any of these people look like. Look like. We don't need to know what they look like. Yes, we do. No, we don't. We can put our own identity onto these characters. It doesn't matter what they look like. Does Earl Stein ever let us do that? No, it's always a white person with brown hair. Or red hair. Yeah, usually the moms or the girls have red hair. I'm just stick- I'm just telling what what, what Ra- Warl Stein would do. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Sam Weaver and Billy. Liff. You're right. You're right. There's something coming up in just a second that makes me think it's not Arl Stein. Continue. Are at the park. Don't know where. Who, very basic. And at- it's at nighttime. Yes, for the winter. We find out later that it's at nighttime. Yes, we do. It's at the park for the Winter Carnival, and they have entered their ice sculpture into a contest. Yo, I don't know nothing about about carving no ice sculptures, but that seems hard as shit. Do you just get like a giant ice block and you pick away and you're 12 years old and you fucking do a fucking sculpture of a, a cobra? That sounds hard. Yeah, I really don't get that, and I can't imagine it. Their sculpture is a huge coiled cobra ready to strike. Bitch, I can't even carve dinner. (laughs) (laughs) But the judges announced that the winner of the contest is Ice Vampire by Bram Stokeman. So the Bram Stokeman makes me think it's not R.L. Stein. I could argue either way in a court of law, but my gut reaction is R.L. Stein wouldn't pull that. I'm not sure he would pull that either. I I would predict that in a meeting he'd be like, yeah, that's a funny idea. Just go with that. Yeah. But anyway, the Bram Stokeman is the winner for Ice Vampire. By the way, Bram Stokeman is just... We, we don't know who Bram Stokeman is. We'll never see them again. We'll never hear from them. You're gonna just have to let it go. And they pin a blue ribbon on it. You could be my blue ribbon winner. And... It's the last one on the row of ice sculptures. I don't even know what these row... What does this look like? We don't know about any of the other sculptures. Sam and Billy didn't really see it either. And also, there is no real... Sam and Billy are are co-protagonists here. Isn't that odd to you? Yes, and you... Yes. We don't even have a point of view character. No. Anyway, Sam and... Sam and Billy 
had never seen this sculpture before. And they said, well, where did it come from? I don't remember being there. Maybe we were, we were just too focused on our old, our own sculpture. And they go to check it out. And this sculpture is a very realistic carving of a vampire. Are you ready for like a not super descriptive description? It's a vampire with a cape, a long nose, and thin lips, squinting eyes, the blue ice giving it an eerie glow. That's I, all I get? I'd like to talk to you about this for a while. Now, this must be such a detailed ice sculpture if you can see that its lips are thin. Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. And like, what I now that I've seen the French cover of the whatever, I feel very... I feel very better about how I feel about um, the what this ice vampire looks like. But how did you imagine it? Was it like an old Dracula? Did it have a spiky hair? Was it a long, skinny, crazy? Did it just look like a man with fangs? Like what did it, what did it look like to you? You know what? To me, it yeah. kind of looked like the cover of the French. Is his ass wearing a suit with a cape? I think so, but I think it's all clear ice. I I couldn't imagine this in real life. I could only imagine this as an animated. 22-minute episode of a TV show. Now that's something I'd like to see. So they get some cider, and Michelle Alberg. That fr- doesn't sound like an Arlstein last name. It doesn't. <clears throat> In sound. fact, he. Why is the Why is this person, whoever wrote this, why did they say is Mich- giving them last names? It's so odd to me. And it says, "Oh, Michelle Alberg from school asks us who." Who asked them who won? I don't trust this Michelle Alberg. All she does is. Why? I don't know. I was trying to think of a pun with Alberg, and there's nothing there. Oh, yes. All she does is Berg. <laughs> yeah, she's Berging me. She should leave us alone. Yeah, buzz off. She said, Who won? And they say, Not us. Do you want to see our sculpture? And they look over and see. Vo- devoid of personality they look over and they see the vampire is gone and in pl- and in place of the vampire is a girl who looks just like sam's next door neighbor rebecca phillips now it's not the girl it's an ice sculpture of the girl it looks just like rebecca phillips in fact it's so detailed you can see, even see her eyelashes and her fingernails and bitch if your ass can sculpt something to me that i can see your eyelashes and your fingernails then you are an artist. And you are the winner. They say, where did that vampire go? And Michelle says, I'm going home. It is cold. And in the light of the moon, this place looked... Cr- is cr- This is the line. Arlstein wouldn't write this. In the light of the moon, this place is creepy all of a sudden. I don't know. I don't think this is Arlstein. The statue- I think it's Bram Stokeman. <laughs> I think it's Michelle Alberg. Yeah, this, probably knowing her. This, the statue looks so alive, they say, even though it's made of ice. And then... I, I feel so alive for the very first time that I think I can fly. Uh, uh, <laughs> I feel so alive. That song slaps. I, I would cry. I think I'd cry if I could. Uh, P.O.D. I feels... What, P-O- is, what P- did P.O.D. stand for? Point of... Point of decision. decision. Yes. Point of decision. Yes. Yes, that's right. And we, we made one. The... They, then Ben, Billy, Billy and Sam hear an eerie low moan getting louder. That sounds like Arlstein. I think Arlstein wrote this. <laughs> 
They say, let's get out of here. And then they hear, then a freezing cold hand grips Sam's neck. This is so fucked up and crazy. He says, cut it out, Billy. But he looks over and sees that it's not Billy. It is the vampire come to life. This vampire's come to life. No pupils with dark glassy eyes. Now, Daniel, when this, when whoever wrote this says that this ice vampire came to life, do you think this means it's an ice vampire that's clear and it's, but it's moving or has it formed into an actual vampire that's no longer ice? If R.L. Stein had written this, we would know the answer. Yes. However, last I, chance ice. I believe it is straight up ice. It is moving ice. There's it is, nothing colder than ice. That's true. That's really true. And I don't believe it has thawed. Sam can feel the vampire's grip on his arm, and his arm starts turning cold like icy needles and his lungs start freezing wait this sounds like me this morning (laughs) listener in case you don't know i fucking hate cold weather and right now in la it's too cold and you know whose fault that is michelle alberg (laughs) it's so cold in the morning i can't move my fingers i have to sleep wearing a hoodie sweatpants and socks i I, that's why i and i sleep in nudes i do too and Last night was the first night where I, I, I felt like I was being suffocated. I wore a hoodie. I, exactly what you just said. And that is not normal for me. That's not me. That's Michelle. <laughs> so <laughs> Sam starts getting sleepy staring into the vampire's eyes. But Billy tugs him and they break free. And the vampire says, heat. Can you believe this story, you guys? I know we're, like, talking so much and, like, not there's not much plot to, like, whatever. There is no plot. But yeah, I'm really... I've, I love the idea of this ice vampire going, heat, No, Arl no, Stein did a wonderful job outlining this story. Yes. It is phenomenal. Yes. They run home. I don't know who's home. And they hear scratching at the door. And they look and see that the keyhole freezes over. No, please. Not my keyhole. And they say, is he gone? Cut to the next morning. Arlstein wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that, and he wouldn't pull that shit. But you know who would? Michelle. Uh, the next morning, Billy, I guess, spent the night. I, I don't know. Where are the parents? Where are the jokes? <laughs> Sam and Billy are having breakfast, and Sam's older sister... What are they eating, huh? Couldn't tell you. Over Yeah, we're fucking S-O-L when it comes to that. Shit out of luck. <laughs> Sam's older sister Emily is on the porch knocking down icicles. Classic Emily. And on the table is Emily's mirror, brush, and portable hairdryer. She must think the kitchen is a beauty salon. <laughs> Billy Billy and Sam What? I just realized I need to order Edward Scissor Hands on VHS. Yes, you do. I might do that as soon as we get off the phone. That was literally, that was, it's getting late. It's getting late. Yeah, I'm getting real cold. I'm starting to freeze up. Oh, How great God. would it be to have Edward Scissorhands on VHS? Listen. You guys, you guys know I have a VCR, right? I have two VCRs, actually, and the one in my know. bedroom. Yeah. They know. Um, the other day, I was, I gotta buy this immediately. I was around another human being, and my friend Cameron, his phone went off. Do you know what his ringtone is? Was it the Edward Scissorhands theme? Yes, it was. I, I about cried. He has a boyfriend. He has a boyfriend. That's that sucks. Twenty twenty. I know. But he, he he I about cried. Wow. It doesn't get it doesn't get any better than that. Hold me, I can't. 
last year when we were home for Christmas, we watched it as a family like three nights before Christmas. And like, I don't know, I think my mom didn't want to watch it or something. And then we ended up like loving it. And then on fucking Christmas Eve, I recommended this god awful movie. What movie was it? it? Was I don't know. I never fall asleep during movies, and I fell asleep. It was a movie. Janet Lee Christmas movie. I straight up fell asleep during. It was a black and white Janet Lee Christmas movie. So I was like, whatever, it'll be black and white Christmas. We'll watch that. It on Christmas sounds Eve. great because we as a family always watch a movie on Christmas Eve. Um, and what we sh- what our asses should have done is actually watch Edward, Edward Scissorhands, Scissorhands on Christmas Eve. I think it's too soon to watch it this year on Christmas Eve. That's why I'm. Did you think? Oh, because we did last year? Yeah, do you, don't you think? Yeah, I haven't even thought about Christmas yet this year. Oh, it's all I'm thinking about with these short stories. I mean, like, I'm t- I'm th- I think about Christmas. No, I'm thinking about Christmas nonstop. I'm just not thinking about Christmas with our parents on Christmas Eve. Sure. I haven't thought about that yet. Okay. Edward Scissorhands is... Aren't you guys riveted? Yeah, this is important. This episode's edited by Michelle Alberg. <laughs> So they hear Billy and Sam can't believe how crazy last night was. Remember when that vampire chased them and froze over the keyhole? Oh yeah. Then they hear a scream and they go. Oh my Emily. god! All that tangent was because I started talking about how cold my keyhole was. <laughs> I want to hear about your keyhole. Oh wow! They start screaming and they run outside and they see that the vampire is just there holding Emily and drops of water are dripping off his nose and he's starting to melt. And Sam pounces on the vampire while Bill, Billy pulls Emily free. And, and the, the vampire says, heat. I, I need the mode heat. That's, that's actually what I, the first thing I said this morning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I said it just like that. What I said was, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> that's the first thing I said. Sam picks up an icicle and he thinks, this is perfect. How else do you stake a va- an ice vampire with an icicle stick? But it breaks. And the vampire laughs a cold, wet laugh. How does that sound? <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Sam runs inside and locks the door once everybody's inside. And Emily's, um, she's... She's a little a blue. Little blue. She's her teeth are chattering. She's and, back in the beauty salon. And they say, did he leave? But then the vampire pops up in the kitchen window, freezes the window, and shatters the window, and steps through the window. Uh-huh. Cool, 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 cool. He grabs Billy's arm and says, give me your heat. Give me all that nasty. In a panic, Sam grabs the blow dryer and... What? I didn't see that coming. And Emily says, oh, the battery is low. I don't think it will work, but it works. And the vampire moans and lets go of Billy. And he says, yes, eat so much heat. Yes. All of the heat. He loves it There's so, so much. much of the heat. And Billy and Sam say, oh, great. He loves the heat so much. He won't freeze us now. He has all the heat he needs. Look how happy he is. Now he knows we're his friends. What? But then when Sam looks back to look at the, his new best friend, the ice vampire, there ain't no vampire any there anymore. It's just a puddle on the floor. And then Michelle Alberg literally writes, they begin to laugh and, and laugh, laugh and laugh. laugh. Oh. They're laughing so hard, Sam slaps Billy on the back. They laugh so hard that Emily collapses on the floor. This is in the story. Such wonderful laughter. Michelle Alberg writes, The kind of laughter that comes when you know that you are finally safe from harm. That seals the deal for me. Arlstein would never write a sentence 
Like that. And then, just in that moment, the blow dryer dies. So lucky. Oh no, crash. Then a giant ice cobra slithers through the broken kitchen window. What? I know. I'm going to read the first paragraph and last paragraph of The Ice Vampire by no, Bram Stokely. Look, the judges are ready, Sam Weaver said. I know our ice sculpture is going to win. Whoa, Billy uttered a shocked cry. It's it's our sculpture. It's come to life, too. Hate. The enormous snake flicked its hideous tongue. Give me your heat now. I know we were shading it, but I still kind of like it. I think nothing ever this like nasty and extreme happens. I mean, sometimes it does, but like very rarely does where it's like, wow, this fucking ice vampire is like trying to suck dry all these kids and like just bust into the fucking kitchen and there's no parents anywhere. And the kids are like so resourceful. And there's like some, I, I just think it's a really terrifying Fun yes. idea. Of I think this, the idea like, ice is a total blast. It I'm should, convinced it's not. It should have been a TV episode, and I think the writing is piss poor. I'm convinced that it's not Arl Stein now. I think you were right, Daniel. You know, we have this saying amongst our friends Daniel's right, Daniel's always right. Dredar! <laughs> true it's true so if you think i'm right um let me know at, you can say hi at uh daniel x montgomery it's just there's no uh it's daniel x montgomery on instagram or daniel montgomery on twitter and you can email us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com my instagram is matthew underscore scott underscore montgomery and my twitter is michelle all oh wait that's my alt uh, my twitter is michelle I altberg wow yeah, 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 yeah i'm sorry i cut off your your, your your Twitter. It's really fine. So, <laughs> up next is just the best. It's a job. Is Holly Jolly Holly next? That's next. Wow. It's really yeah. Good. That's our favorite ever. It's really very very very. I will, good. I'll 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 refrain from overselling right now because just just just. It's like our personalities were formed just, by the short story. Just just just. Just know that this next episode is gonna be a real. Tr- oh, it's gonna be a real treat. This fucking piece of shit you just listened to was crap. But like this next episode, girl. After Daniel Watt read it, he texted me and was like, "Should we just read the entire ep- the book for the next episode? Should we just read it?" And I said, mm, "Yeah." So so we're just gonna do that. So we're just gonna be reading it because it's that good. It'll probably be shorter than a normal episode, but maybe not. Maybe not. There's only one way to find out. If you dare. Yeah, you'll have, to, you'll have to tune in next time. Oh, yeah, if that's if, what you mean. You'll yeah. have to tune, tune in next time. time if you dare. dare.